امسح دموعك فالله غفور رحيم يغفر ذنوبك ارجو الرب الكريم كلنا خطاون وخيرنا التوابون افتح له قلبك هو الله العلي الحمد لله الذي خلق السماوات والأرض وجعل الظلمات والنور ثم الذين كفروا بربهم يعدلون لا يحصي عدد نعمه العادون ولا يؤدي شكره المتحمدون ولا يبلغ مدى عظمته الواصفون بديع السماوات والأرض إذا قضى أمرا فإنما يقول له كن فيكون وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأعتقد أن لا رب إلا إياه شهادة من لا يرتاب في شهادته واعتقاد من لا يستنكف عن عبادته وأشهد أن محمدا عبده الأمين ورسوله المبين أرسله الله تعالى إلى الخلق أجمعين بلسان عربي مبين بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وكشف الغمة وجاهد في سبيل الله المشركين وعبد ربه حتى أتاه اليقين فصلى الله عليه وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين وعلى أصحابه المنتخبين وعلى من سار على نهجهم وسلك طريقهم إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد My dear brothers and sisters in Islam In the famous hadith narrated by Bukhari and Muslim our Prophet sallallahu said, Iman consists of more than 70 branches. The highest is La ilaha illallah. The lowest is to remove something that irritates somebody from the pathway. And then he said, وَالْحَيَاءُ شُعْبَةٌ مِّن شُعْبِ الْإِيمَانِ And haya, modesty, decency, having haya is one of the branches of Iman. Out of all of the branches, he mentioned the highest, he mentioned the lowest. And then, to emphasize one out of the remaining 68, to emphasize one out of all of those in the middle, he mentioned haya is one of the branches of Iman. Why did he mention haya? What is so important about this concept of modesty? In today's khutbah, insha'Allah ta'ala, let us shed some light about the importance of having haya, about what our religion says about this very essential characteristic of iman. Haya, of course, it sounds very similar to hayat, life. And in fact, not surprisingly, the root is exactly the same. The root for hayat and the root for haya is exactly the same. And some have said, just like hayat with the ta marbuta is the life of the body, so too haya with the hamza is the life of the soul. Just like hayat gives our bodies life, so too haya, decency and dignity and modesty, it gives life to our soul. Some have defined haya. How do you define the obvious? Our scholars have tried. Some have defined haya by saying, haya is an internal emotion that causes one to avoid doing what is objectionable. It is an internal emotion that causes one from avoiding that which is objectionable. Other scholars have said, haya is the capacity of the soul to prevent oneself from doing unpleasant matters. Matters that will bring shame in this dunya or the next. The great scholar of etiquette, Ibn Muflih, he wrote many volumes about the etiquettes of the, the akhlaq of, of, of Muslims. Ibn Muflih said, 
hayah is a characteristic that pushes one to treat others in a beautiful manner and prevents one from doing scandalous matters. Haya makes you makes you somebody that's going to treat others in a dignified manner and someone who will prevent yourself from doing that which is scandalous, that which is something that will bring blame. So in fact, when we translate haya, it's not just decency, it's also self-dignity. Haya isn't just being modest. Haya means you act in a manner that is virtuous, a manner that perhaps a, a fancy word in English is a, a proprietous manner, a manner that makes you look in a dignified and decent manner. And that is why if you don't have haya, then you have lifted up the barriers to do any sin. So our Prophet wasallam said in the famous hadith, إِذَا لَمْ تَسْتَحِي فَاصْنَعْ مَا شِئْتَ If you have no haya, then you can do as you please. This is a threat. It's not a command. This is something that is not praiseworthy. Rather, it is censurable. What our Prophet ﷺ is saying is that haya is the last defense mechanism against committing sin. If you don't have haya, then nothing will stop you from committing sin. Nothing will stop you from acting in a scandalous matter. And therefore, from this hadith, some of our scholars have derived that acting in an evil manner, that committing sins not only increases the chances of one losing haya, but in fact, the sin of not having haya is a bigger sin than the sins that are caused by not having haya. In other words, the greatest sin is to not have haya because it is like the defense mechanism. It is like the final step. If that has been lifted, the protection has been lifted, the defense mechanism has been lifted, then all other sins will come. So the sin of not having haya is a bigger sin than the sins that are committed. And that's why our Prophet ﷺ is saying, إِذَا لَمْ تَسْتَحِي فَاصْنَعْ مَا شِئْتَ And that is why having haya is linked with iman. And it is explicitly mentioned in this hadith of there are 60 or 70 branches of iman. One of them is haya. He specified haya because it is an essential characteristic of iman. It is narrated in one hadith that one person was making fun of another in front of the Prophet that he's too bashful, he's too shy, he has too much haya. And you know sometimes when a brother is too shy, others might tease this person. That's the reality of how we are. So there was one sahabi teasing another sahabi, you are too bashful, you have too much haya. And our Prophet walked by and he heard this. He said, stop making fun of him, stop teasing him for haya. Kulluhu khair. Al-hayau kulluhu khair. All of haya, all of it is good. The more bashful you are, the more shy you are, the more haya you have, the better you are going to be. And that is why Uthman radiallahu an, his haya was legendary. The level of haya that he had, it even made other people act in a manner that is okay to act, but act in a manner that is even more better to act. In the famous hadith uh, that Aisha narrated, that once the Prophet was lying casually in his own house, it's his own house, and he was wearing a garment, an izar, and his, his shin was exposed. His shin was open. And it is allowed to have the shin in one version. It says the knee was exposed. And even then, it is allowed in his own house. Abu Bakr came in and sat down. And the Prophet spoke with him. Umar came in, sat down. He spoke with him. Then the knock came. It was Uthman. He said, wait. He covered his shin up. He covered that portion up. And then he allowed Uthman to come. Then Uthman left. 
Abu Bakr and Umar felt a little bit in their hearts. They said, Ya Rasulullah, we came in, you didn't do this. Uthman came in. And you did this. They felt that Uthman, this is special treatment, VIP treatment. And our Prophet ﷺ said, Should I not have haya with someone whom even the angels have haya of? Should I not have haya? In other words, Abu Bakr and Umar, I feel open with you, friendly with you. I feel comfortable with you. And I don't have a problem. It's nothing wrong to have your shin exposed in front of a close friend. But Uthman radiallahu an, his haya was so high, he would feel so awkward. He wouldn't open his mouth. He would just sit there. So out of mercy for him, to make things easy for him, our Prophet is monitoring. He knows how Uthman is going to feel. So he said, should I not have haya in front of somebody even the angels have haya of? It was a praiseworthy thing to have that level of haya. It's something that is good. The more haya you have, the better that it is. Ibn al-Qayyim mentions, there are three levels of haya, and each one is higher than the next. The lowest level of haya, and it is a part of iman, but it is the lowest level, is to have haya from the people. To have haya that others are watching you. And therefore, at some level, all of us, we should have haya that people don't see us doing that which is objectionable. People don't see us committing sins flagrantly, openly. That's not a part of iman. So it is at some level, a part of Iman, that we cover up our sins. We don't commit sins in public, and that is a part of Haya. But higher than this level too, is to have Haya from your own self. And this is the level of Iman, the lowest level, level of Islam. Only a fasiq, only somebody who has no akhlaq and haya will commit sins in public. Some level of Islam, you will have at least an outer thing that people are not seeing me committing sin. You go higher than this, the level of iman, you will have haya with yourself. Your own soul, you will feel a sense of dignity, a sense of self-respect. I don't want to cheapen my own soul by doing something. So you will have haya with your own self, and you will raise the standards even higher. And then the highest level of haya is to have haya in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the haya level of ihsan. So the lowest level of Islam, then the level of iman, then the level of ihsan, where you are conscious that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is monitoring you. And this is something that only the muhsin, the highest level achieves. You are constantly aware that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching. And so you have haya even in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is of course the level of ihsan that you worship Allah as though you see him. Even if you do not see him, he sees you. And this is something that is explicitly also mentioned in, in relation to haya with the famous hadith of Bahaz ibn Hakim, one of the companions who came in the delegations. And he said, Ya Rasulullah, how much of my nakedness can I show to other people? Am I allowed to walk around with nothing or what? He said, no. Cover and protect your aura from everyone except your spouse. Then only when intimacy occurs, that is other. Otherwise, you have to be in front. So he said, Ya Rasulullah, what if all of us men are in a tent and this? He goes, you still have to try. Because in those days, cloth was scarce. They didn't have as much cloth. So then he said, Ya Rasulullah, what if we are alone? What if there's nobody in my house? What if I'm all alone? Can I then walk around with nothing on? What did our Prophet ﷺ say? Allahu ahaqqu an yustahya min. 
You should have haya even in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Have inculcate in your life a sense of haya, even though technically speaking, it is permissible to not wear clothes when you're alone. And if you need to change, if you need to take a shower, of course you will take it off. But without any reason, you're just walking in your house like this, this is makru. It goes against the akhlaq of the Muslim. Why? Allahu ahaqqu an yustahya min. You are inculcating in yourself a lack of haya when you walk around like this, even when you are alone. So you are conscious that even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching. Now, in this hadith and in other ahadith, Haya is linked with our clothing. And it is very true and it is undeniable that one of the main ways that haya is manifested is in one's clothing. However, dear brothers and sisters, Haya is more than just clothing. It is true that when we have haya, we will be careful of what we wear. It is true that haya will be manifest.